Hey there, friend. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy life to listen to this podcast. I truly appreciate you joining me on this journey with God and exploring the Bible together. It really takes a lot of courage to open your heart and your ears and engage in a topic like God. It's wild to think that something so good can be such a sensitive topic for so many people, and it was for me for a very long time. So I know where they're coming from. But fortunately, people like yourself with are open-minded enough to, to give my thoughts and my opinions a time of day. Now, before I became a follower of Christ, I used to say something that was so, 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 so rebellious. I used to say that the Bible was a book of fairy tales and that I believed in the universe, aka God, but not Jesus. And the funny thing is, is that I had never even opened the book. I never read the Bible, yo. (laughs) The statement that I clung to so tightly for so long was derived from other people's beliefs, other people's perceptions, their commentary about a book that I had never personally read. Now, you can talk about judging a book by its cover, (laughs) because I literally did that for so long. And so that I that's where I came from. You know, I could I could never understand why I couldn't find peace, why I had so much anxiety, why my life was always in shambles, why everything would always be upside down and sideways. Now, don't get me wrong, my life is better since I found my faith, but it's not like everything became rainbows and unicorns and all wonderful as soon as I accepted Jesus into my life either. My world still gets rocked to this day. Bad things happen still happen to me. People still hurt me. My car still gets a flat tire, you know? I still have all the normal happenings that that go on in this thing called life. In fact, even after I made my commitment to God and to Jesus, I felt and even after I felt compelled to one morning during a random church service to get baptized, not much changed all at once. I remember thinking, okay, now I've done all this stuff. So where's my blessing? Where's the promises and the glory, the beautiful, wonderful miracles that's supposed to happen and be placed on the righteous ones? I didn't realize that accepting Jesus and getting baptized was really just the beginning of the race. It was like the baby's wobbly first step. And I had only crashed into the tip of the iceberg, if you will. And it really is so much more than we think and even can understand. April 22nd, 2017, I walked into a conference in L.A., And I was a desperate, broken woman. I was looking for something, anything to fill this gigantic void that was inside my soul. And I walked out of that conference forever changed. And even though I had gone through the change, I didn't truly feel the shift until I opened the book. You know, the fairy tale one that I never read, but I told so many people about (laughs) 
So maybe this podcast is my redemption for all those people that I said that to. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want to open the book and I didn't even open the book. And it wasn't until I started flipping through those pages. It was six months after I became a believer. It wasn't until I started dissecting down the verses and researching and absorbing and seeking to understand the basic instructions before leaving the earth, as my friend once told me, that I felt that shift in my spirit. It truly is a wealth of knowledge and true wisdom accessible to everyone right at our fingertips. And it is truly an unlimited power that is untapped. One of the greatest things about discovering the Bible's truth bombs and the golden nuggets is that I've started to feel this inner peace growing inside of me. And every step forward that I take, even if I take three steps back, I feel it getting stronger. It's like a kind of a spiritual muscle that keeps tearing and rebuilding. And I've started to crave the messages and just notice that when I'm reading the Bible, and life happens, I'm not as worked up as I used to be. I get over things quicker. I don't freak out as often. And when I get lazy about reading the Bible, I can tell that when I need a God reality check, I guess you could say. But those old feelings, they start bubbling up again. And I have, I'll have i have an argument with somebody about something stupid, or I'll give in to those donuts that I know are bad for me, or I'll start yelling at my kids more, and little things will start irritating me. And it's kind of crazy because at first, you know, I, I used to believe, well, now I'm a believer in Christ, and that meant that I could no longer have meltdowns anymore. And I, it would be all perfect because I'm walking with God, but the meltdowns still happen, you know? And what's awesome about God is how much mercy and grace that He blesses us with, even if we've made a complete fool of ourselves, as long as you come back. You know, it's not how many times you fall down. It's about where you turn to when you get back up. In fact, I think that God even you know, expects that we're going to screw up. And hence the reason why the whole purpose of the Bible, you know, he had some people write down the directions. And if you're anything like me, you like to skip over all the words and try to piece everything together and, and, and do it by looking at the picture. And then you end up with a whole bunch of extra pieces and extra parts that you have no idea what to do with. And so some of us, it takes a little longer to get there. But, you know, God wants an intimate relationship with us. He doesn't want to just hang out with us on Sunday when you go to church. He wants more than just a friends with benefits kind of status. He wants to build a foundation. God, you know, wants to build that with you. He wants to have that relationship. And it shouldn't feel like a duty or a chore. Having a friendship or a relationship with someone special doesn't mean that you only see them once a week or once a month. A relationship like that, we obviously know, would not be strong and uh, versus it wouldn't be as strong as versus somebody that you do life with every day. And so I started thinking about, you know, the people that I have the strongest relationships with. And that would be my two handsome little boys. We are brushing our teeth together. You know, we fight together. We play together. We talk to each other. We just do life together. 
And I really believe that that's what God wants to do with us. He wants that that kind of relationship with Him. But He's such a gentleman, though. He will not cross that boundary of crazy stalker stage five cleaner from Tinder. He wants to get to know you and have a lifetime commitment. It, you know, the long walks on the beach type status. He He's the best listener, the greatest provider. He has all the hookups in the world. I mean, God has the keys to the kingdom. And I started thinking, why am I so hesitant to have a relationship with him? And I'm super excited to text Johnny Boy 36 only to discover that he wants to send me pictures of his private parts after I give him my phone number. <laughs> you know? Seeking God should be a daily discipline and every single day, not just once a week on Sunday or once a month in the case. In my case, it used to be once a year. And he wants to talk to us all the time, not just when we need a million dollars or after the poo-poo has already hit the fan. It's just insane how crazy awesome it feels to have unconditional love and know that when the going gets tough, he has the greatest comeback story of all time waiting for you. And so I'm finding that reading the Bible is seriously the blueprint to having a happy life. All the self-help books in the world cannot even compare to the vault of treasures that is encapsulated in this book. And trust me, if it said it was going to make me happier, wealthier, healthier, I've most likely already bought into it. And as I read this instructional book on how to navigate my crazy life, I just hope that you continue to join me and just continue to grow with me. So I love you. And let's do this again soon. Be real. Stay original. Because the way that he made you was perfect.